0: That you're ready for this uh, topic, we're going to jump right in as we talk about being the underdog. And so we're going to talk a little bit about how we got to a place that we kind of have this mentality of being the underdog. I know that it has happened to all of us at some point in time in our lives that we feel like the underdog. Uh, we. Uh, probably been talked to in a way that makes us feel like the underdog. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about it today, and then we're going to get into some transformative truths that we're going to take going forward, and we're going to walk in the power and authority that God has given us, um, and no longer have that mindset or that spirit of um, the underdog. Um one thing that God shared with me as I was preparing for this episode as to how we get to a place that we just really have this defeated spirit or attitude or, or heart posture uh, when it comes to being an underdog, um, one thing God shared with me was, you know, we've always been counted out our entire lives. You know, you have oftentimes hear people say um that they had a teacher or their a parent or a relative to tell them that they're not gonna amount to anything. For some people they use it as fuel. They work hard, they sacrifice, um, they they you know have the late nights, early mornings so that they can go out and achieve their dreams. They let that be the fuel that drives them because they don't want to just live uh, beneath or just on the baseline of life. Uh, We oftentimes are in environments where we're not supported. Our dreams are not supported. Uh, We're not encouraged to pursue that dream. We're not encouraged to pursue opportunities um, that can help to feed and fuel our dreams. So when we're in that type of space, we have to now make a decision, are we gonna let that be the story that we hear, the voice that we hear in our lives for the rest of our lives? Another thing that God shared with me is that, you know, for many of us, we're taught to win. I think it was um, Henry Russell, who was a football coach at UCLA, that said winning isn't everything It's the only you. and so we're raised that all there is is winning then we become losers. we don't know how to lose grace graciously uh we we have this attitude that they didn't work as hard as i worked all these other different narratives that feed into a negative spirit now taking over um, in a particular environment um and so that that uh, gives us an understanding of how some people may behave when they're the underdog and all of a sudden they win. It's the fuel. It's what feeds them. You know, when it comes to people that win all the time, you know, the thought of them losing means that they're embarrassed, that, that they're weak that something is, is wrong, it's something to be ashamed of. There's a different narrative that is um, associated with losing, with being the underdog. You know, there's less respect that's given. You know, when people are the, the the quote unquote winners and those are the cool kids. They're respected and people follow after them. But you know, with that comes the assumption that they'll always win. And we know in today's society how we do. We love a person one moment, and then the next moment, they, they make a decision that causes a loss or embarrassment, we throw them away. We do it all the time with celebrities. We love them when they're up, but when they make a the mistake, trash we trash them, we throw them out, we talk bad about them. And it's the same thing when it comes to this underdog type of thing. We count people out. Um, and then when they succeed and begin to do well, now we want to be their best friend. But you didn't support me when I was suffering, when I was sacrificing, when I was struggling to try to make this thing happen. You never encouraged me. You never uh, offered to lend a helping hand in helping me to build their support. And so we have to look at those things even when it comes to this type of Because we have to look at people's intentions when I'm the underdog. When people have counted me out and now I'm on the come up. When things are turning around uh, in my favor. Now think about that. The next thing is that we've been brought up under the curse um, that, you know. We're just going to be mediocre. We're just going to be the bare minimum. Sometimes we have to look at our family members and realize that they make sacrifices based on choices that they made. How many of us have heard our parents say, I made this sacrifice so we could have this. I gave up this so we could have this. Here's the thing, our children were not asked to be brought here. So anything that we do for our children is because we were supposed to. Anything that we do for anybody else is because we we don't choose to do it. But we don't get to go back and try to make them feel guilty because I didn't pursue my dreams, because I didn't fulfill my dreams. I don't get to kill yours. I don't get the permission to kill your dreams. I don't get the permission to make you feel like you should just do the bare minimum and continue to walk under that spirit of an underdog just because I didn't do it. No, we don't get to do it. Let's now shift and talk about the transformative thought for the week. This is now where we shift from this this uh, mindset, this thought process of being an underdog, uh, people not really thinking that we can achieve, they think that we're not capable, uh, we're from great disadvantage, uh, no one is going to invest the time into trying to help us, coach us, prepare us. Now we take the shift, and now we look at being the underdogs of a completely different unicorn. So here's our transformative moment. What may look like defeat to some is actually preparation for our future. When people look at us and they look at uh, we may not be well known, uh, we may not have a certain number of followers. Uh, we may not have the type of experience that may be required for a certain position uh, we may not have uh, the type of exposure to different um, opportunity or to to gain the knowledge that is needed uh, we, we may uh, not be necessarily qualified for the job based on what man says you need to have so, we, we already kind of go into situations kind of as an underdog looking at things a certain way. But here's the thing at the end of the day what may look like um, defeat or something that's unattainable to some people is actually the, the steps that are preparing me and propelling me into my future. Amen. And so, we're going to look at Deuteronomy 28 and 13. Um, As our foundational scripture, as we look at now having this mindset of, you know, you can look at me like an underdog. That's fine. Just wait and see what happens. Um, We, you know, it's okay if you kind of count me out. That's fine. I now let your doubts, your thoughts of me not being able to accomplish this or do this, this now becomes my food and my fuel. And if we think about it, think about athletes, you know, people that have maybe been not tall enough to play basketball or or um, what they may have deemed is not fast enough or quick enough to, to run on a football field. They use it as their fuel. They train harder. They work harder. They get up earlier in the morning. They stay, you know, late to make those sacrifices. Not to just prove people wrong, even though I think that is a part of it because we do care about what people say. but then the other part of it is just to show that it can be done. This is what hard work and sacrifice looks like. This is what it takes to be successful. You have to be driven. And so this is a familiar passage of scripture that we quote, but I always love to go back to the fact that we have to be mindful of the instructions that follow the promise. God always gives us a promise, but it's always connected to um, something that we have to do. And so Deuteronomy 28 and 13 uh, says this. I was looking at another version of it, but The NIV version says the Lord will make you the head, not the tail." Here's the instruction, because the first part is the part that we always get happy about, we shout on, we, you know, praise God on, even though that's true. However, there's something that we have to do. If you pay attention to the command of the Lord, your God, that I give you this day, and carefully follow them. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. So we have to follow his instructions. We have to follow his direction. We have to follow the word of the Lord every day. And that way we are assured to have victory In every capacity of our lives. But we have to follow those instructions. There are no ands, ifs, or buts about it. That is just the way that it has to be. And I also like the the amplified version. I'm going to read that really quickly. It says, The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will be above only. And you will not be the Lord. If you listen... And pay attention to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, to observe them carefully. We must be mindful that when God is speaking to us, when God is directing us, when God is instructing us, we have to follow those instructions to the T. There are no gray areas. There's no um, but what if or but how come. It is simply... A uh, yes, Lord, that we give uh, Him. We have to have water walking faith when it comes to uh, any instruction that God gives us. Especially when we know that we may be in a situation that we may uh, be at a slight disadvantage, where we may be considered the underdog. It's not just by you know social, uh, uh, social, socioeco- economic uh, factors when it comes to this, it just could be the fact that there are other people that may have been uh in a place of employment longer, they may have been a part of an organization, their seniority. And so, you know, oftentimes we have to, you know, take into consideration that, you know, just because those are factors, it doesn't mean that, that that's how it's gonna turn out for me. And so now as I look at my life and the steps that I've taken, it's all been preparation. What may look like defeat, what may look like something that's been, you know, terribly denied to me, does not make me a loser. It does not make me an underdog. It doesn't make me not qualified. It just means that God is still preparing me. It means that God is still making preparations for me as he prepares me for where he is taking you. Here's the first transformative truth. These are the things that we are now going to uh, use to now shift our mindsets. Um, these are the things that we now go forward in our thought process and we, we shift. We begin to think of differently so that we can speak differently and therefore show up differently, intentionally, consistently, In our lives, here's the first thing: being the underdog is God's protection. It's never His rejection. He's not saying no; He's just saying not yet. There's still some things I need to show you, things you still need to learn. I need to talk to you about the people that are in your circle, because everybody in your circle is not for you. You're gonna have to, you know, evaluate that. There's some people that need to be removed, some people you won't have to walk away from, and so. When we are in that space that, you know, we are thinking that this is rejection, God is just saying, you know, not right now, hey, just hold on, let the other people go, let them go before you, see what happens, see how it turns out for them. You're not ready, so we have to stop trying to rush to get to a place that God has not properly prepared us for. Be the underdog for a little while, that's fine. You know, you don't have to worry about what other people think. I know we get so caught up in what other people think or what we think that they have to say. And the fact of the matter is is that really honestly does not matter. Uh, We should be focusing on what God is saying. Our ears need to be open to hear what He has to say. Our eyes need to be open to see what He needs us to see. So if I'm so focused on everything else, I can't hear clearly from Him. And so I don't want to be in a situation that I rush to get somewhere because I'm trying to prove that I'm not the underdog. I'm trying to prove that I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm above and not beneath, that I miss the God moment that, you know, clears the path for me. So let's be mindful that when God says not yet He's protecting us and yet still preparing us, amen. The next point um, is when you're in this. I would even like to take it back to say this is like the cocoon stage, and I talk about this in my book, The Butterfly emerges The Journey to a Transformed uh, Mindset and a Transformed Life. When we're in the cocoon, we're in this feeding stage. God is feeding us everything that we're going to need. You know, to the to the fact, to the point to where uh, we, we you just you're just full and you're constantly feeding and all these things that God is sharing with you, and so this is the time that you allow for the preparation, this is the time that you check your motives, this is the time you know, again, that you check your friend circle, you know, the people that are. You know, that you call friends that maybe need to be associates. The people that uh, are in your circle that probably need to be in a circumference or they don't need to be in the proximity to you at all. You know, this is the time to to check all of those things. Have the reflection. Have that quiet quiet time with God. Don't worry about what people think and what people say because when God propels you, when God launches you, Those that truly believe will know undeniably that it was the favor the hand of God on your life. That when you go from the back of the line to the front of the line, because you prioritize God, because you prioritize the kingdom, because you prioritize obedience and sacrifice, then they will know undeniably that that's the favor of God on your life. And so take that time to reflect. Check your motives really evaluate what's going on in your life and in the lives of others and how it impacts you because maybe you're still in that underdog position because of the people that you associated with you never know just saying, something to consider another thing about being the underdog we alluded to this a little bit earlier it makes you hungry. it makes you uh, become very driven very ambitious you become very intentional you become consistent you become committed you are uh, constantly um seeking god for wisdom and developing action steps and plans and you're being very calculated and and um focused on accomplishing this 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 thing step by step by step you become very focused on the right thing You don't major on things that are not important. And you don't let the things that are not important become the major things in your life. You become very detail-oriented. You become very attentive, very sensitive to the people, places, and things that are around you. There's a whole different level that you begin to experience when you're in that cocoon. When people are not really paying attention to you, they're passing you by. You know, they're thinking, oh, that's not this and that. No, that's your preparation time. That's your time for God to feed you. stay in that feeding stage as long as God will have you to be in that feeding stage. We've got to be um, in a, in a, a mindset and a heart posture that it's okay. It's okay if you count me out. It's okay if you um, don't think that I can do it. It's just your opinion. It's not a fact. Because if God brings you to this place, if God says, this is what I've called you to do, this is what I've called you to, or um, who I've called you to be, who I've called you to serve, this is who I've called you to lead, then I know God is going to make sure that I'm well equipped and properly prepared to do the work unto His glory. And so, don't Count yourself out. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't believe what the naysayers are saying. Let them underestimate you. I think that's kind of fun at the end of the day. You know, because when God shows up in your life and, you know, the miracles start to happen, the great things start to happen, you start to experience acceleration and favor and increase in promotion. You know, then they'll be kind of sitting there with their mouths open and trying to figure out, well, how did they do this and how did she do this and how did you achieve that? While you were over here talking negatively about me, I was over here minding my business, staying quiet and seeking the kingdom of heaven on how to accomplish this thing um and so you know when god starts something in you he isn't sure to fix you he has to fix you that's who he is and so don't worry about that let them say what they want to say let them feel how they want to feel they're entitled to their opinion but it's just that it doesn't have to impact you or infect you to where you just give up all Here are my final thoughts when it comes to being the underdog uh, and how I can, uh, how we can now use this as um, our food and our food. These are the things that can drive us and inspire us power. It's a, it's a, it's important to know that we have to get to a point to where all that matters is what God is. So being the underdog does not just us from we're just as eligible, we're just as deserving just as worthy. It just may not be the right time. It just may not be the right place. It, right it just may not be the right person. It just may not be the right job. But you will get your just reward. Being underdog does not mean you are unqualified. It just means that you gotta dig deeper. You gotta do a little more work. You gotta study more. You gotta do some research. We can maybe do somebody that can mentor you. They can share their experiences with you. They can they can help you to get to the next stage, the next phase, the next step. Doesn't mean you're not qualified. God qualifies those who. being the underdog means that through various trials the hard places the difficulties the struggles you will be of quality and substance it's just like the diamond it's crushed
1: the thing, at the end of the day, it becomes a beautiful, beautiful diamond. Pearls are irritated with sand and all of those type of things, but when they come out, they're beautiful pearls. It's the same thing with us. We're not shallow. We're not just top surface, but there's some depth. There's there's quality. There's substance. And so those trials that being the underdog produces all of those things in us. And here's the last thing. What you have to offer and contribute will be life-changing to those around you. It will open doors. It will break generational curses. It will set people free. Um, It will allow others that you um, have influence over or that look up to you, respect you. You're going to give them the permission to be bold. You're going to give them the permission to now have a mindset that I can overcome, that I can achieve and accomplish, that my past does not determine my future, that the things that I may have done don't have an impact on where God is taking me. Yeah, it may have been a detour, but it doesn't mean that I have to stay in this defeatist underdog mentality for the rest of my life. That's the beautiful part of the journey Stay in the cocoon as long as possible. Let God feed you. Let God show you everything that he needs to show you. And that way you will be so much better off than trying to come out of a situation that you're um, still needing some guidance and understanding You know, sometimes it's just sitting in a room and letting God show you different things, expose you to different things so that you have better understanding when it comes to your turn at bat. We have to be reminded that we are never underdog when it comes to the kingdom, when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to how he desires to use us and, um, Uh, 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 assign us to people so that we can help build them so that we all build the kingdom together it's all for the better so you know no matter what we think or how we feel it's always meant for our good it's always going to be something that is going to be such a blessing to our lives but we just have to be willing to just sit in that place for a little while and when we sit in that place for a little while when it is our time when it is our turn Everything that we touch, everything that we do, every word that is spoken, God will be glorified because he has done the work in you so that he could do the work through you. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you guys for joining me this week for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you will join me again next week. We'll have a brand new topic. I hope that you'll go back and just look at the past six seasons and maybe there's a topic that will leap out at you. I'd love for you to listen to it. I'd love to hear your comments, any questions that you may have. Feel free to send me an email um, at iammadenew 424 at yahoo.com with questions, topics that you may have, um, as suggestions that you would like to hear covered on this podcast. Um, but, uh, know that you've got to keep showing up and keep doing your work, but know also that I am always, always rooting for you until next time.